Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you're eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. Now, if you've navigated life, work, class, and you've been around people enough, I'm sure you've experienced this, what I would call the close talker. You know, that person, as you take one step back, they take two steps forward into your personal space. Uh, they talk right there, literally face to face. And, you know, hopefully as you're listening, you're not one of those people that is a close talker. I don't know many, but as I've traveled around with ministry and had the privilege to be in and out of different churches and ministries and so forth, you do meet the occasional close talker. And I like my personal space. I don't mind getting close, shaking hands, hugging and all that type of stuff. Uh, but as we're dialoguing, I need a little bit of space so I can uh, check you out uh, visually. So on this episode, I'm not talking about a close talker, but what I am talking about is getting up close and personal with other people. Now, we just finished a couple weeks uh, about a little study on how to appeal to unbelievers. And I wanted to follow it up with this, just a encouragement, maybe a challenge, uh, just a reminder to ourselves as we are yeah, appealing to unbelievers, we saw Paul's uh, method. We saw ways we can do that. But if it's ever going to happen, you and I are going to have to get up close and personal. Why? Think about this. God never commanded sinners to go to church. Nowhere in Scripture, there's no command written out on a billboard for sinners or unbelievers to go to church. Right, but on the flip side of that, he's commanded believers to go out of the church to reach those people with the gospel. So God never commanded unbelievers to go to church, the ones we talked about reaching. But he has commanded you and I as believers to go outside the doors of the church in order to reach those people with the gospel. Now, why is it so many times we sit in church waiting for them to come, looking at the door? And then complain when they do not. Because that's not God's method. It's not the way God has commissioned it. You see, God has a mission, and God's mission should be our mission. God's mission should be personal in our lives. God's mission is this, to reveal himself to all mankind and to draw all people to Jesus Christ for salvation. He wants to reveal Jesus Christ, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and to offer the free gift of salvation to all people. You see, there is no geographical place to stop. There is no person that is off limits. It doesn't matter their economic status, their background, their ethnicity. It doesn't matter the sin they're involved in. It doesn't matter how, uh, how we feel about them. It doesn't matter about family ties or anything. You see, there is no believer that is not called to go and tell. Those that are not off limits. So as we think about the Great Commission, we think about really Jesus' last command to his disciples, to the church, to you and I, is to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, that is not going to happen unless we get up close and personal. Now, there is a passage of Scripture in Acts chapter 8 uh, where Philip leaves a thriving ministry. He is a, uh, an evangelist. He's a, uh, he ministers the Word. He works in the church. 
And we see him here leave a thriving ministry to go down to a specific place to meet one person. And so I don't have time in our podcast episodes to read the entire passage, but it's Acts chapter 8, 26 to 35. If you want to take the time to read through it, we're going to be looking at this and just kind of pulling some key thoughts and principles over the next few episodes that I believe will be a great encouragement and challenge to us. So first of all, as we think about the Great Commission or our job in reaching others, it won't happen unless we get up and go. It's interesting here in our passage, it says, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying this, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem. In verse 27, you have this, And he arose and went. What, what is here is clear instructions. You see, you ever had instructions on the job or even a syllabus in class or syllabus, or I mean, not a syllabus, but the instructions for a paper or something, and it's just kind of vague. Can I say this? When the instructions are vague, it's very, very frustrating because you're not exactly sure what you're to do, what's required of you, maybe how to navigate it. You know, I've heard this plain speech is easily understood. These instructions that God has given to us, that Jesus Christ has given to us, are not vague. They are clear. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to who? To every creature. So we are to do what? We're to go. We're to go where? Everywhere. To who? To everyone. It's as clear as can be. And just the same, Philip receives clear instructions of what to do and where to go. What were his instructions? To arise and go. Could I say it like this? Get up off your hind parts and go. You see, he would leave the thriving ministry for one, but that just shows you the value of one. It also shows you that the Great Commission, us appealing to unbelievers, is very intentional. It will not happen by accident. You see, he, he received the clear instructions about what to do and where to go, and you and I have received the clear instructions about what to do. And you say, well, where to go? Everywhere, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. But I think the uh, most telling thing here is this. He had clear instructions, but he has immediate obedience, quick obedience. Verse number 27 says, and he arose and went. And as a result, he meets this person, this man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. And so... Philip obeys immediately. Can I say this? Delay to instructions is what? Is disobedience. You know, if you have children or if you, uh, obviously you've been a child and you were delaying in your, uh, the directions you were given, well, many times it's disobedience and you'll get consequences. So I have to ask the question, Philip, what if you had delayed just for one day or two days? You see, he would have missed this opportunity, and the Ethiopian eunuch would have missed the opportunity to be witness too. You see, he was returning in verse 28 and sitting in his chariot. He, he went to Jerusalem. He goes there to worship, the Bible tells us, and he's leaving. He's going back home. And because Philip, as the Holy Spirit guided him, he obeyed quickly, he met him. If he had not, he would have missed that opportunity. He would have missed the divine appointment. You know, many times you and I, and I'll just say me, I'm guilty of this, of the Holy Spirit saying, hey, say something to them. Go here and do that. Talk to that person. Hand that person a track. Go knock on that door. 
And many times, uh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to think of some way to put it off or uh, I've got an excuse. Can I say this? And many times we'll rationalize it like this. Is that me? That must not be God. That must be Satan putting that thought in my mind. Can I say this? Satan is never going to put a thought in your mind about going and witnessing to somebody, sharing the gospel with someone. But many times we rationalize and write it off that way. You see, our obedience, can I say obedience is immediate response to the instructions, is essential to the Great Commission. You see, in Philip's quick obedience, he meets this Ethiopian eunuch. He was a man from another country, maybe a one-time opportunity. But also this man was a prominent government official. And so he's very influential. And we understand this, that he is a seeker. How do we know that? Well, he came to Jerusalem to try to find God. We see he went there, it says in the bottom of verse 27, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. And he goes there and he's returning. And if I can summarize this passage, he, he doesn't find what he's looking for there. You see, he went there seeking God. Where did he go? To the city of God, Jerusalem. It's like somebody walking into our church, seeking God and seeking Jesus Christ and walking right back out the doors, never finding what they came to seek for because they didn't hear it in the message or uh, it wasn't preached or whatever the case may be. I wonder how many times people have come into our church hoping to find God but walk away empty or discouraged or didn't receive a friendly welcome or a smile. You see, he obtained a copy of God's Word while he was there, or either he brought a copy of God's Word. We do not know from the Scriptures, but we understand this. As he's leaving, he's reading the book of Isaiah, chapter 53. And because Philip was willing to get up and go, he, he followed those clear instructions with quick obedience. He was able to meet this man, this seeker. And as we'll see on the next episode on Tuesday, we'll see because he was willing to get up close and personal. I think you and I know, yes, we're supposed to go. Maybe sometimes we need to be reminded. Sometimes we need to be reminded. We need to be sensitive to the Spirit and just get over our fear, get over how we think they'll respond. You and I are not re- responsible for their response. We're responsible for our response to the Holy Spirit. You see, we'll be counted obedient if we go, we talk, we tell. But if we don't, then we'll be counted disobedient. And so because Philip was willing to get up close and personal, he's going to have a tremendous opportunity to answer some questions, to lead this person to Jesus Christ, and this person is going to get saved. So join with us on Tuesday's episode as we talk about the really the meat of this thought of getting up close and personal with other people. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, we would love for you to share it with a friend or subscribe so that you can stay up to date on the latest studies. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.